for Radio 1 91FM podcast. A weekly catch-up with a different executive member each week, talking about what they do, what they have done, and any other exciting things going on at OUSA. It's Executive Chairs. That's right, it's time for Executive Chairs here on Radio 1 91 FM. It's the Otago Museum Breakfast Show. And right now I'm joined by Emily Coyle, an academic representative from OUSA. Morena to you. Hello. How are we? Good, good. Mm. A little bit nervous. Ah, you're all right, mate. <laughs> just a yarn. We're just having a yarn. Welcome, man, to the show. Uh, and congratulations on um, being that position on OUSA. It's um, the beginning of the year, so how's it going so far? You know, still finding the feet a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'm enjoying it so far. It's been a pretty steep learning curve, but it's uh, already been a very interesting role to be in. Why did you run and why that role? Um, so last year I sat on the education committee with mm. last year's, it was education officer last year before the yes. you know constitution rebrand um, and I got a bit of an insight into sort of how that role works, what they get up to in mm-hmm. just the smallest capacity and it kind of just sparked a bit of an interest and yeah, it, it's, it, academics is something I'm very passionate about and I want to make sure that like students at Otago, not to sound like an absolute spiel, but like I, I really feel passionately about um, students getting the absolute best out of their education here. Yeah, because you're in health, right? That means you're here for a long time? Um, well, this is my fourth year, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I've kind of gone over the typical three-year limit, but yeah, yeah I've still got a bit, a bit longer to go. So, um, so I mean, like you said, it's a bit of a rebrand, uh, a bit of a shift up within mm-hmm. the role. Um, so what exactly is the role of the academic rep? Um, it's it's one that the definition has sort of changed a bit with the rebrand, but at its core, it's fundamentally about making sure that tertiary students at Otago are advocated for in their academic needs and that the university is in tune with those changing needs and the student voice. Mm-hmm. And it also includes being up to date with... Um, the national tertiary sector as well and being able to give opinions and advice to the president and the exec about that too. Cool, cool. Um, You you ran on several issues, Mm -hmm. one being the availability of uh, lecture recordings. Mm. Um, Why? Isn't that just like um, giving students the excuse to stay at home and (laughs) not come in? Oh, I can't go today. I've got a a 9am. You sound like half of the professors at the uni. Uh, Oh, without doubt, but it has to be asked. Um, No, I I, I totally understand that. And of course, there are, you know, there are going to be people who look at it like that, but... Um, in a lot of ways to me this is an issue of equity mm-hmm. there are people at university who don't fit the typical mould of a you know Castle Street breather who just wants to sleep in but we have <laughs> um, we have working parents who are also studying yeah. we have uh, students who uh, come from like disability and things like that who aren't necessarily able to attend lectures and it's not that the intention isn't there it's just that they're not actually able to get to university at times and that's something I'm very conscious of that um, this isn't for the people who can't be bothered and attendance rates is something that has to be considered but um, I think that it's time that we looked at being able to access um, lectures in a different setting yeah, in a different form um, one size fits all doesn't necessarily make the cut anymore that's right I mean there are going to be some silly sausages that take advantage of, of that don't need to um, but it's them that's going to miss out yeah. all the time with, with the lecturers if they wanted it exactly. in that kind of social environment. But what you said about you know people not necessarily being able to do it, it's, it's an honest 
uh, a totally honest thing, you know. Yeah. And for you know, for, for so, a lot of us, sometimes you just don't want to get up. Yeah, of course. But so, and sometimes things come up. No, people I, get sick. Yeah. People have something happen, and you're not able to make it. But it doesn't mean that you want to be missing out on your yeah. education. Yeah. It's just being able to um, be prepared for those sort of circumstances, knowing that you're not going to be missing out mm. on something that you're actually paying for. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. No, it's good, it's good. Um, what about the class representative network? What, mm. what is that? Mm. And what are we talking about there? So we already have, this is a kind of project that's rolled over a few education offices now, but we have had the class uh, rep network in place um, for a long time now. Um, but what the way that I've kind of um, started to look at it is uh, a really good resource to be able to be in touch with that you know, have that ear to the ground of the student opinion on things like their papers, their lecturers, their, you know, in their learning environment. They're an accessible, um, known contact that I can be in touch with. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's a lot of them, and it rolls over every semester. And so the way that I've kind of come to see it is that class representatives can feed into their student associations that have been set up, who can then feed into me. And so I'm trying to strengthen that relationship between them so that students really do feel like they have a point of contact that's known that they can bring their issues their praise anything to mm-hmm. and yeah. that's something that i'm working on cool so it's a, it's a, it's a great little network yeah. it sounds really good and, yeah uh, especially because it, you know if it's in a class sense you're going to be familiar mm. with that person so you're going to feel comfortable go talking to them if, if it's about something a little bit more difficult yeah. than your average thing and then it feeds back i like that now you've gone from the high pressure world of uh, being a sandwich artist <laughs> To yeah. one uh, of a political figure, so yes. one would say you could be our, our own uh, Alexandra Ocasio Cortez. <laughs> um, will you miss the arts? Oh, uh, of ha- course. Have you sold out? Um, my hands miss the feeling of creating a masterpiece. What can I say? Yeah. Um, no, I really did enjoy my job last year. It was a fun place to work, and I met I met a lot of people as well. And so, yeah, it was. But I will miss it. Um, Now, you had um, the Academic Committee Mm -hmm. uh, as well. Um, What are the plans for that this year? Cool. So um, you may have seen in our Facebook post, we started advertising for that last week. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, that's what I sat on last year. That kind of got me interested in this role. But um, essentially, like I said, it's all about being in touch with the student opinion and the student voice. I'm one person. I can't hear everything and so the academic committee is a really great place to raise um, anything that students might be experiencing or have bring up suggestions of what could be better or what may not have been thought about and so it's a perfect platform to sort of start those discussions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. have you got any goss um, from the executive already for us um, you know and I know what that ball, mm. that ball pit can be like what's going on not that, oh, not know. that I can think of we've finally all moved in and so that's nice to have people sitting on yeah. my side have you got, um, had any instant like I don't think I'm going to get on with that person this year or? Uh, n- not that not that I touch wood Maybe. not that I can say so far sorry to be boring yeah everyone actually seems really cool which is you know cool to be uh, part of yeah you know inside line on Jack and how he's going to handle the job you think he's going to crack Jack Jack Manning sorry yeah, there are yeah, a few yeah the, pres- <laughs> the president yes uh, no I have full faith in him he's He's already proven himself in a, a few instances to be a really good leadership figure, and I appreciate his guidance. 
when I'm running around like a headless chicken, he's been the sort of calming energy that I've needed. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so diplomatic. I love it. I love it. Um, fantastic. Well, um, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. No, an absolute pleasure. Um, and we'll talk to you again a couple of times throughout the year, no yeah. doubt. Get, you know, when it all really kicks in. Cool, cool. <laughs> I, I, maybe I'll have some gossip for you then. I'll be a bit more interesting. Yeah, but I mean, it's good to know that you're already you're down on the ground getting the fresher flu. Yes. Uh, really getting involved with it. Thank you, freshers. <laughs> I really thought I would have escaped it this year as a fourth year. I really thought it was time, but no, no. no. You never escape the fresher no, flu. apparently dude. not. Never. Oh, Emily, thank you so much. An absolute wonder to have you in this morning. Have yourself a wonderful day. Enjoy your meeting at half past 12 or whenever it is. Yes. Uh, with the rest of the exec. And um, we'll talk again soon. Thank you so much. That was the Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.